Welcome to a new episode of the Sunday Sauce. I have the queen of bail bonds here, Michelle Eskenazi. Michelle, welcome. Thank you. Um, tell us a little background. How, how did you get into this business? Well, I'm a girl from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Um, I found myself a domestic violence escapee when I was a very young girl. Um, I had two kids and one in my belly and I escaped. And um, as soon as I had him, he's about, he's tw about 29 now. Um, as soon as I had him, I went back to school and I was going to study to be a, I was studying to be a paralegal. And I had a cousin who somehow married this immigration lawyer, became a bail bondsman. He took a look at me. I was kind of cute. And he said, hey, do you want to interview at my bail bond office? And I did want to get off of aid to dependent children because we were on welfare. I didn't get child support or any of that fancy stuff. Mm. And um, I said, yeah, absolutely. So I went and I interviewed with his manager. I got the job and I was running the place within two weeks. And then I said, hmm, he seems a little corrupt. I think I could probably do this on my own. And um, the rest is bail bond history. Interesting. So back then, <laughs> I'm sure still now, the bail, bo the bail bonds uh, business is still probably highly male dominated, yes? Well, right now it's sixty-five percent women, but thirty years ago, absolutely, yeah. Wait, wait right now it's sixty-five percent women. Yes, it really? is. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, you live and learn. So thirty years ago, obviously, it was it was a male-dominated business. Of course, everything was. <laughs> Do you think now, because of you, it's more female-dominated? Dom like you are maybe. The voice yeah, of, of, yeah, of the path. Yeah. A lot of the younger generation does call me, look up to me, tell me that I inspired them to do. But I mean, listen, there was plenty of women before that. But yes, there are plenty that call me. They still call me for advice all over the United States. And I always take the time and I give it. Interesting. So where how many offices do you have right now? Well, I mean, how many offices did we have? Oh, because yeah, well, because of right. Yeah. So, um, you know, Empire became, is still the largest bail company in New York, in New York's history, really. Mm -hmm. um, and, but part of what I do was I was kind of thrust into politics. So in 2012, I started going up to the Senate and lobbying against bail reform long before people knew what those two words were, long before they were talking about it at the dinner table or on, you know, channel two, four, and seven. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, at that time we had a red Senate and uh, Senator Golden and Senator Lanza and all those guys, they were not going to have that happen to New York. So I would go up there, I would talk to them, do my slideshows and, you know, and they weren't going to do it because they would never do anything against blue. But once New York became a blue trifecta, I knew that that paid political agenda because it's Soros funded. I knew that it was going to go through because I lobby nationally. So uh, Don Cuomo signed it into the budget on 419. Mm -hmm. And then it went into effect on 1120. So I had time because I knew to close my a lot of my retail operations, unemploy my people. I mean, I had people working for me for 25 years. 
um, that were quote unquote black and brown, um, you know, which is a term that I I absolutely hate because mm-hmm. I'm cute. You know, a lot of my family is black and brown. Just right. I hate. So um, anyway, so we closed a lot of our operations, but then lo and behold, COVID came. Right. So um, we started doing a lot of stuff like DocuSign and in a lot of other ways that other businesses operate. So we kind of do things in that way. We still have, I think, two or three operations, but before bail reform, you know, retail operations, but before bail reform, we had seven or eight. So are you operating in the other states now or just New York? Well, it's a little bit, I do operate in other states because um, we also own the insurance company. So in other words, in order to be in bail, you have to have an insurance company to back you. Um, so years ago, my nephew, who's also my business partner, said, NEM, NEM, you know, we give those insurance people a lot of money every year. Mm-hmm. You should be that. Right. Yeah, you should own <laughs> yeah. it. You should own it. Right. He's yeah. a kid from Brooklyn, too. Um, mm-hmm. But he's very smart. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I don't know. Sounds expensive. Lo and behold, I was uh, signing away my firstborn. And, you know, we own the insurance company, too. So So we're like in other states, essentially. So I have agents in other states. Right, right. So for for first time listeners who uh, never been to jail or don't know what bail bail is, because, you know, these days we only know what cashless bail is. Explain to them what when we had bail, what what is the process? How do they contact, uh, you know, a bail bondsman, bail bondswoman, whatever the term may be these days, they, you know, right, right. So how, how does, how does the, the whole, uh, how does a, and a prisoner or inmate contact a bill, but how do they get bail? What does the judge, you know, to explain the whole process for, for people listening? Well, I'll explain the process to you in New York because it's abundantly fair in New York. Um, In New York, when you're arrested, you're arraigned within 24 hours in order for your arrest to be valid. So even if you're the drunk driver, you're going to be arraigned at your hospital bedside Mm -hmm. in order to make sure that that arrest sticks. And there is still bail in New York. Um, I don't want people to think that there's not. It's just that the bail that is in New York is overcharged. And I'll explain that in a minute. But um, so what happens is little Johnny gets arrested and... uh, Little Johnny's mom gets notified. You know, he calls her from the, the one phone call from corrections and tells her mom, you know, I'm in jail. I'm at Rikers. I have a $10,000 bond. I need to get out of here. And mom either will go up and pay the state $10,000 or she'll call a bondsman. And in the state of New York, bail premium is 6%. It's kind of like a weird sliding scale. People think it's 10. It's not. Mm-hmm. $60 is the premium, statutory premium for a $10,000 bond. Um, she puts that up, some sort of collateral, and mom, dad, grandma, auntie, uncle sign for a secured bond policy. Um, a lot of the times, people like yourself and other people refer to it as cashless bail, but that's a democratic um, branded talking point that was created by PR firms. Mm-hmm. That is not accurate. So we are the secured bail industry. And the reason why we're the secured bail industry is because it's secured. Mm-hmm. If the defendant fails to appear, we're going to hunt him. Right. And we're going to return him to the proper jurisdiction. This way, it makes a victim whole. 
and make sure the state doesn't have to sentence that defendant in absentia. You know, it it's the circle of love works when you're releasing an offender into society, back into the community. You want it to be grandma and, and mom that are signing for him. They're not afraid when, uh, you know, they pay the government and the government is the overseer, but they are afraid of grandma. Right. Yeah, because she's, she, you know, you got to see her every day or, you know, right. whatever. you don't have to see the government. Who cares about the government? Right, exactly. Yeah. No one cares they, about the man because whatever. Right. right. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not for this, this, this cashless bail nonsense. I mean, you know, I've seen some of the crimes that, uh, oh, cashless bail, as that they let these, these animals out for. I mean, uh, you know, you can touch a child inappropriately, you can mm -hmm. stab somebody, you can shoot somebody, and you're out mm -hmm. before your soup gets cold. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's fucked up. And I mean, that must make your blood boil, you know, because it hurts your business a little bit too, as well. Well, I mean, it's not just my business because people always think that it's my business because, you know, well, just be as honest, a human being, I'm saying yeah, as well. I'm a yeah, mother that's, of four. Right, right. That's I'm what I mean. I'm a mother of four children. I'm a grandmother. I'm right. a daughter. Yeah. I'm, I'm a woman. And I also have been running crime in New York City for 30 years. So there's yeah. nothing any government's going to explain to me that I don't already know. Right. Um, it boils my blood only because I see recidivist offenders getting the nod. Correct. And the free DAT ticket mm -hmm. all the time over and over and it boils my blood even further because anybody that knows me and everybody knows me pretty much in law enforcement knows that I am a staunch supporter of blue mm -hmm. I pretty much grew up in the jails mm -hmm. my first love is the department of corrections and then everybody else mm -hmm. so um it hurts law enforcement and anything that hurts law enforcement or demeans them or diminishes public safety. I mean, look what's going on in New York City. Nobody wants their kids to go see shows and take the trains and come home from Pace University. My daughter went to go see Billie Eilish a couple of weeks ago with her girlfriend. I was having a heart attack. I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, uh, every day, literally every day, you read that someone gets stabbed in the subway, shot, raped, and all these guys are... 45 repeat arrests uh, yeah you know we're not making this up this is this is facts this is facts no no neither does aoc or all of them um i mean it's it's you know aoc i believe she said they're only committing crimes because they're hungry or they're upset about covid <laughs> it's all bullshit nonsense michelle I yeah mean, come cool on set. <laughs> I mean, you worked in this industry for 30 years. People commit crimes because they want to commit crimes. There's no, there's, yeah, I mean, I mean come on. it's a job. It's just like any other job. Correct. Nobody's mandated to no. commit crime. No. And the thing about crime is when there's no consequence to crime, it begets more crime. Correct. And that's, that's what happens. And what happened with bail reform is once they released all the EDPs for people that don't know what that is, that's emotionally disturbed people. Right. They, when they were incarcerated on Rikers Island, they got their antipsychotics at one and nine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But now they don't get their antipsychotics. They're all homeless. Mm -hmm. They can't tell the fundamental differences between right and wrong because they got the voices talking to them, mm -hmm. you know? So they commit crime of moral turpitude, crime against human victim. That's right. what they do. 
Right. So that's what I tell people. They don't understand when I was, uh, I was FDNY EMS for five years prior to my new job. Um, we take uh, an EDP to Bellevue, mm-hmm. two hours, they're out. That's it. Yep. The yep. doctors, as soon as you get there, the doctors already know, we don't want to, they already say, we, this guy's a frequent flyer. We don't want to deal with him. They yep. don't care. So that 850 million or 1.2 billion that the mayor's wife, I don't know what she did with it, but it didn't do anything for any mentally ill people, any homeless people. It's, it's, it did nothing. Actually, the situation is worse. It's worse, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Um, it's really just a bunch of bullshit. It's a, it's a paid political agenda. It's nothing more, nothing less. But, you know, Kathy Hochul's going to lose the governor's race because of it. She just doesn't think so. Somehow she thinks she's Wonder Woman. I don't know. <laughs> well, last night I was actually with um, Andrew Giuliani. I mean, let me tell you, what a, what a great guy. What a good speaker, just like his father. All right. I don't care what anybody says about Rudy now with this whole Trump nonsense, but Rudy Giuliani was one of the greatest mayors this city has ever had. Ever. Ever. No one can take that away from him. Even pre 9-11. I'm talking, he cleaned this city up. He cleaned it up. And and even Bloomberg kept it good. And then de Blasio came in. That was it. Oh, destroyed it. Destroyed you can it. Destroyed crap it. In the street. You can spit. You can be a hooker. Mm-hmm. You can be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. A lot of people forget that that Rudy uh, did so much for the city because he was involved with Trump and whatever's going on. I don't even pay attention to that nonsense because I don't care. But I, right. I was with Andrew last night, and let me tell you, that, that guy, he really cares about this state. Yes. He cares about the city. He cares yes. about law enforcement. He yes, wants he to does. get rid of this cashless bail, secure yes. bail bullshit. One, he yep. would repeat the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a good friend of mine. So people like him that want to really know the belly of the beast when it comes to bail will always come to me mm-hmm. and try to get edumacated <laughs> because bail is a very mythical four-letter word. Mm-hmm. And people don't know really what is it. They know it kind of what it is but they don't right. really know what it is so um yeah i andrew's a great friend i i hope he makes it he's got a lot more um cojones and gumption than lee zeldin i think that's just my opinion i personally never even um talked to lee zeldin like i never or uh i never spoke to him i never really had any conversation with him so i have no opinion on the man honestly so he's a great I'm guy yeah, I, I just can't. I, I never really. Uh, I don't even know anything about Long Island. <laughs> I just. I think that New York, the young, you know, somebody who's young, somebody that has a really good spirit, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know, somebody that. I just think Andrew would be great. I mean, I, that's what I. That's just my opinion. What states have the most uh, strictest bail laws? Would you say? That is a good question. Um, I'm going to say, hmm, Alabama, Mississippi. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Wow. So that they don't tolerate anything like there. Like, you know, you commit a, like a very little crime. Yeah. And that's it. You're, you're, right. you know, interesting. Yeah, the sheriff runs them parts. Yeah, down they, there. yeah the good old boys down there. You're yeah, they run down there <laughs> yeah, yeah i figured somewhere down in the uh bible belt there they would have some pretty yeah. strict strict bail laws yeah yeah but i don't understand new york 
city because, or even New York State, because New York City is a very densely populated place. Why would you want maniacs running around who just like, they just stab somebody and then they just get out of jail? I just don't understand why. Well, they haven't been convicted of a crime yet. I'm sure you know that they're poor and they could lose their jobs. Right. and, oh, they haven't been committed of a crime, but you right. pick them up I mean, with I'm, a knife I'm, in their hand with the blood yeah. on it. I mean, uh... no, I mean, they, they be, you know, the real answer, <laughs> the real true answer is they actually don't give a shit. That's exactly what it is. That's the actual answer. Well, because when they're I, all in D.C. most of the time, all these lawmakers, they're not in New York City. They, they don't care. No matter what brand of politician. Mm-hmm. They don't give a crap. They don't give a rat's ass. Let me tell you something. When I first started doing this, I thought this was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. There's right mm-hmm. and there's wrong. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, pretty simple. One right. on one is two in America. Well, you know? 30 years ago when you started, you said, right? The mayor, yeah. I'm 33. So it was still Dinkins, right? No, no. I started Mikey is 28. So probably like 27 years ago. All right, so I'm so let's so 27 years ago that was like 92, four, 94, 94 yeah, 93. So was Rudy in office yet? Yeah, I think it was Rudy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so there you go. All right, so you actually started under a mayor who really cared about law and order and wanted to clean the city up because he just came off of taking the mafia down. So he was all gun ho. Yeah, yeah, he was gun ho about. Law and order. So you actually came in as a good time being a bail, a bail bondsman. You actually came in at a very good time. I did, but yeah. I also did a great job. Right. right. And also the court depended on us, right? The, the court depended on Empire to make sure the defendant appeared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it was very important to defense counsel. It was very important to the prosecutor's office. It was very important to the criminal justice system in order for it to be successful as mm-hmm. a whole. If you don't have a defendant that shows up for court, you have nothing. Correct. And when you release an offender into society, you want to make sure that offender is monitored. Nothing monitors criminal offenders like secured bail. So, we just do. Right. But like, and I, that's another thing. The mayor, the bozo with these like all these perks yeah (laughs) all these perks if you come back to your bail here or your 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 hearing free Mets tickets free gift cards when he has people like you with with reputations of actually bringing you know guaranteeing defendants to be back what why would he just you know he knows they're going to come back when he has empire or whatever other companies are out there but he still wants to waste taxpayers money on these these perks i don't understand what is this guy do? What what was he doing? I mean, he's gone now. But like, what what? Well, like, I don't understand. I mean, like I said, you know, honestly, Mike, it was a, it's a Soros-funded political agenda nationally. You yeah. know, it's, it's you know he funds this, he funds prosecutorial races. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His intention is to upend our entire criminal justice system as we know it. It's not just bail. Yeah, it's well, you can tell in LA and all these cities, they're out of control. It's out of control. Yeah. And it's it's just it's not just bail reform. I mean, you know, I talked to um, Michael Henry. He's running for attorney general. Yeah. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was telling me the whole. He's just everywhere. It's just it's out of control. Um, yep. Bail reform is just one of the issues that you have to start it's with. Big, 
Yeah. What do you think about Mayor Adams talking about uh, closing Rikers and opening up other places? What, what do you think of this Rikers closing and opening up jails in different boroughs? What, what do you think of this nonsense? I think it's insulting to the people that live in, in these inner cities. You know? I agree. I agree with you. I think it's very insulting. You know, I think yes. it's insulting the corrections, but I think it's insulting to the people that live in these communities. They don't want jails in their communities. There's, they don't want to walk their kids to school and walk past the jail with yellow walls and iPads. There's already two federal jails. There's there's one in Brooklyn. Oh, there's two in Brooklyn. No, there's one in Brooklyn, and then you got one in Manhattan, and then you have the uh, don't you have the jail in downtown Brooklyn right there on um, in Brooklyn House? Yeah, the Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what what what's up with why you got to put more jails? We already have enough jails. Uh, well, because um, DeBozo and Don Cuomo made a deal with Delta and all of them to oh, because of LaGuardia, right, 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 and build a bridge, right. I've seen the blueprints. Mm, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, I think keeping all the all the inmates on an island away from society is actually a pretty good idea. And I feel like if you're a sensible person, I think you also think that's a good idea. Yeah, but they're not, you know, they're politicians and it's, you know, show me the money, show me the money, show me the money. You know what I mean? And look what happened to Don Cuomo. He got caught with his pants down. Isn't that horrible? Well, he thinks he he thinks he's um, I actually just saw a poll and I swear to God, a Rasmussen poll. He's actually neck and neck with Hochul about uh, running for governor. So I really hope he doesn't decide to run for governor again. I, I'll just I don't know what I, I'll do. I, Think he's doing all these commercials just to put it out there and test it again you know what i mean he's just so riddled with ego it's just unbelievable he Unbel he hates trump but he, him and trump's ego are literally the, the same, same size. they are the same size I, it's so funny it's just so funny it's like unbelievable mm -hmm. um so what's in the future for empire um well, I mean, Empire is kind of like, um, you know, Best Buy or PC Richards, right? I mean, it's just always going to be around. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be people that are accused of crime. And what mm -hmm. happened with bail reform is, yeah, all the low-level offenders, you know, they get DATs, they get the ROR. But the higher-level offenders that, you know, in order to, to for the DA to make the charges stick, they really have to kind of upcharge and really go heavy on mm -hmm. that felony complaint. Right. So whereas maybe yesteryear they were getting a bond for 200, mm. now they're getting a bond for 600 or 800. You mm. understand what I'm saying? Yes, I understand, right. Well, you know, Empire is still going to exist. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm going to continue. I'm the executive vice president of our New York State Bail Agents Association. I'm the founder of it also. Um, and we're going to continue to advocate in Albany. You know, we had a bail think tank last week with some incredible leaders, including Joan Paratrice, mm -hmm. who you were with last night at the Blue Lives right. Gala, mm -hmm. and two other really um, nice, you know, leaders in NYPD and so on, um, and community leaders. And you know, we're going to continue. We're going to march on the Capitol. Victims are getting involved. Um, I work very closely um, with Madeline Brame, who's a victim's rights leader. Um, and we're just going to continue to push the button and try to get um, fair laws for people that are innocent. Yeah, you I know? mean, that's what that's all you can do right now, especially I mean, and we have two more years of the, these assholes in the White House, too. So maybe it's first, three. 
Oh, three. I'm sorry. You're right. Three more years. <laughs> it's three. Yeah, Not well, I know. I know. Well, first, the first we get the Senate red and the House red, and then hopefully the president will be Republican, whether it's Donald Trump or whoever just needs to be a Republican. Yeah. I don't care who it is. It just cannot be another Democrat. I don't care if he says he's moderate. I don't care if he says he's not Joe Biden. Just cannot be a Democrat. Just cannot be a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, I think after people pay, you know, $5 gas in New York and $9 mm -hmm. gas in California and they yeah. see the trend mm -hmm. and they, you know, people can't afford to go to work no more, I think they might change their political ideology. Well, there's a lot of people here I see on Twitter, these assholes on Instagram, that they don't care about the gas prices because we don't, they don't drive. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. They don't care about inflation because they're because we're fighting Putin. I'm just seeing a lot of dumbass shit on on social media. You know, and a yeah, lot of I, I so. they don't care about inflation. Okay, yeah, it's nice. Must be nice. I care about inflation. I drive. I drive. I care. I mean, you have you have you said you have four kids. Four. Right. I mean, I'm sure not all of them live at home, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but but still, you, you still have kids and you have families to support here. I mean, uh, your grandmother, you said so. I think the other day, you know, at Wal at, I was going to say Walbaums. I'm going back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Walbaums. Yeah. But Stop and Shop was $25. Yeah. What? I have, like, a, I, have a, I have a 14 gallon tank in my car. It cost me $75 to fill it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we don't care about inflation, though. I we don't care. I mean, but interesting I, question though. Now, so you said that bail scale six percent New York, but that would inflation ever affect bail? Never, right? It would always do. No, not that premium because we're a regulated industry. We're reg mm. we're regulated by the Department of Financial Services. Okay. So, um, you know, and I work very closely with the DFS. Um, so, no statutory premium in the state of New York is not going to be changing. But if it ever changed, why would it change? Um, it would change by um, pressure from our industry to increase it because of tax ratios that mm -hmm. we pay so high, rents, um, cost of living, just like mm -hmm. any other premium goes up, like your medical insurance premium. Right. But um, I'm not going to really be pressing that button when I'm just trying to save my brothers and sisters and just try to have secured bail remain a viable piece of the criminal justice system. So that's what I'm fixing to do, as they say in the South. Fixing to do. All right. Well, you're very, uh, a lot of South Southern accent coming out on this. Uh, yeah, well, I have a house down South now, so that's probably why. Is that, are you, you you're spending most of your time in the South these days? Um, I kind of like red, white, and blue. I'm really into it. Florida, um, Florida? Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. My husband retired. So, you know, I can do what I do pretty much from anywhere. So, I, but I mean, I'm back and forth a lot, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, I, I like it here. Listen, it's enjoy terrible. the great free state of Florida. Governor DeSantis is the best, please. Yeah. I'll be in Miami this weekend. So I'm going to enjoy Miami myself for a couple of days, but uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm Italian. Sorry. No, I'm Me Espanol. I know it means welcome. I know I'm just messing with yeah. you. But um, listen, Michelle, you're you're the best. You gave me more than enough time. Um, I appreciate it. Good luck with everything. If you ever come back up here, let's hang out. Welcome to New York's boldest. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Cobra Strong, all the way live.
Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Michelle. All right. Bye-bye.